Burke and Jeffrey, I mean, in the morning or the afternoon or whenever, because we're in podcast form now. Yeah, Burke and Jeffrey in the whenever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Burke and Jeffrey in the whenever. I like it. I like it. And the whole show is happening right now. We're 60 seconds from your shock collar question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. This is what plays in my head when I wake up every day. Oh, my God. What plays in my head when I go to the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've ever mowed down a Chipotle burrito. There it is. You look down and said, am I six months with child right now? (laughs) Don't be ashamed because there's a brand new social media trend just for that. Because a 24-year-old woman named Clara Gillum from Nashville, Tennessee, started posting selfies on her TikTok that shows her stomach before she eats a big meal Mm -hmm. and then shows one right after she eats. I mean, how can people say that Gen Zers aren't a great generation? That is fantastic. (laughs) I love that. I think it's great. It's very body positive. Yes. Yes. And surprisingly, hundreds of other people have gotten on board and they're sharing their before and after tummy photos as well. And the hashtag that they're using is hashtag bloat goat. It doesn't really make any sense, but it rhymes, so it's cool. No, I think it's like bloat and then greatest of all time, right? Like that's what we're doing. I thought I thought thought it's because goats eat a lot. It's like Now I'm a go. I mean, that works no, too, I, I guess. Sure. The greatest bloater of all yeah, time. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Clara says she's getting a ton of great feedback from people who said they were insecure about their bodies after eating, but now this trend is helping them realize it's okay and it's totally normal. You see, this is why I stay chubby, because I see no difference when I eat a big meal. Okay, oh, I like that. It's great. I can eat one little salad or I can eat a huge meal. Yeah, I would say that we should do this trend for the Brooke and Jeffrey Instagram, but oh, you're not yeah. going to be able to tell the before and after. No. It's just going to look like two after photos. Yeah. Maybe if Alexis did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She's Alexis. still got that young 20s metabolism. <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, I can bloat. Yeah. 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 Someone's like, did Jose eat Alexis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's some positivity to start your morning with. Yay! We're going to bring it back down with the shot caller question <laughs> of the day. We have a bucket full of names. We're going to draw one out, see who gets asked a trivia question. If you answer incorrectly, the punishment is to get shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592 and tell us which one you'd like to hear. Brooke is drawing a name out because she had the shot color last. And who'd you get, Brooke? I got mm, Brooke Captain Peroxide Fox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man. Brooke's going to put on the shot collar. While that happens, Digital Jake, please read us the shot collar question of the day. The Today Show started in 1952 with Dang. extremely poor ratings. So a year later, the president of the network brought in a young, upcoming, fresh-faced personality named J. Fred Muggs. And immediately the show became a huge success. Huh. Despite never having a previous hosting job, experts say that because of Muggs' unique style and the public's adoration, the entertainer brought in over $100 million in revenue to the network. Whoa! Give him a big salary! That's like 1950s money, too. Muggs even had his own merchandise line and made several appearances, opening supermarkets to packed fans and commissioning Navy ships. You need to tell me, who really was J. Fred Muggs? Oh, he was already uh, a celebrity or something. Okay. Why would I know? Well, so <laughs> That's so strange. J. Fred Muggs maybe was his real name, and then when he went and hosted this show, maybe he had a stage name that we all know. No, I think his stage name was J. Was his, his name on the show was Muggs. 
Oh, you're saying it's the opposite. See, I don't. Th- I don't oh. think that we would know what you're his fake name that, is. Like, we J- would know him as a famous person if he's asking us. Oh. Like Jay. Uh, yeah. Jay Muggs was Tom Brokaw. Is yes. what you're saying? I think. I think so. Now, yeah, I was thinking opposite. Like Brooklyn. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't yeah. think yeah. Muggs is a very good TV name. I think no. it's a great name. But it's a good radio name. No one's radio. Name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not TV. It was actually Barbara Walters. Final answer. Ah, <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it and. I mean, this question is from 70 years ago. He wouldn't yeah. be asking this if it wasn't gettable, a name that we definitely knew. Of course. So, so I mean, the first name that came to my head, someone that is, like, famous for becoming the late-night TV talk show host, is Johnny Carson. Ooh. Oh, even I know that name. That's yeah. not bad. Was he originally the Today Show host? I like that. I don't I mean, know about today's show. As, yeah. as a comedian, I remember watching documentaries, and they were like, dude, once Johnny Carson hit, there was other late-night talk shows, but once he, but he it, trademarked that style it, of, like, a monologue, having a comedian or a guest uh, on. Was Did Carson have, stand-up on his own, though? I'm not sure, but I know he was, like, an actor. Uh, he may have okay. been the first person to bring humor to late-night yeah, TV. Yeah, but yeah, we're yeah, talking about is. the, you guys, yeah. we're talking about the Today Show. We're not talking about late-night Okay. Mm. Let's get the question one more time. The famous Today Show is watched by millions nowadays, but back in 1952, the ratings were in the toilet. So a year later, network president brought in a young, exciting personality named J. Fred Muggs. Instantly, the audience loved the entertainer and tuned in to watch this person do everything from play the piano to reading the day's headlines from the paper in a funny way. Uh Uh-oh. You need to tell me... Who really was J. Fred Muggs? Sounds like Johnny Carson. Uh, yeah, I just see someone right. sitting, smoking a cigarette on TV because it's the early 50s, playing a piano, and the guy is who? J. or, or Desi Arnaz. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's from I Love Lucy. Who played Lucille Ball's husband. Casey Kasem. He was huge everywhere, right? He he was a radio radio guy. Radio and cartoons, but then he went to TV. Famous funny entertainer from back in the day, Jerry Lewis. Uh, and wow. with a telethon, oh, that's know. not bad. Do all you these know? people have merch? Because he said they made a ton of like merchandise and stuff. You oh. know what? I'm going to go back to, I'm going to say Johnny Carson. Safe answer. Yeah, and that he moved to late night. Like he did so well at Today, and then it, he wanted his own show and he, moved to late night. He wanted night. to get dirtier. Yeah. <laughs> so he went. In 1952, the famous Today Show launched with extremely poor ratings, so the network president hired a brand new personality named J. Fred Muggs, and immediately it worked. Ratings went way up, and the audiences couldn't get enough, but one person wasn't happy about it. His co-host, news anchor Jack Garraway, legend has it Jack grew very jealous of Muggs' attention and began spiking the entertainer's orange juice with Benzedrine to make him misbehave. No. And that may have actually happened because J. Fred Muggs was a trained chimpanzee like you would see in the circus. Are you kidding me? A chimpanzee hosted the Today Show. Is that what you're telling me? He's still alive to this day. I'm bringing it back. He got the highest ratings ever. He played the piano. So, like, when we say so easy a monkey can do it, that's, I mean, literally that's what we're talking about. Apparently he mastered over 500 words, and he would do Popeye impressions and play the piano and sit on the host's lap. And everyone loved J. Fred Muggs. We need to get a monkey on our show. I know. Ratings would probably go And he was drugged? The The host didn't like him. Wow. Can you imagine being jealous of a monkey? Right. (laughs) All right. Well, did not get that one right. Not even close. Oh, man. But somebody wanted to hear you sing Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Uh, I'm walking on sunshine. (laughs) Whoa. I'm walking on sunshine.
sunshine. Whoa. And don't it feel good? Didn't sound good. I feel like you could have put more pep in that. You know, a little Maybe if you had done it in a monkey voice, yeah. then we would have liked it. That would have been better. The play the piano. That's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. BrookeandJeffrey.com. Go there to check out all the top phone taps of the year, especially oh, yes. the top two from the last couple of days. Meatball Road Rage and yes. Loco Larry featuring oh, Jose yeah. Bolaños as the most hardcore radio rock jock <laughs> ever. That is my favorite one in the year. Uh, it was mine too. You can also see all our phone taps up on our YouTube page at Brooke and Jeffrey. And now we don't have a lot of time, but because okay. it is the end of the year, we're going to quickly go around the room and Uh-oh. say what we're all thankful for Aww. about our show. Yeah. All about the show. I know you all love your friends and your family, but try and keep them out of this. Okay, Brooke? We get it. You have 26 <laughs> different best friends and they all love you the most. All right. Alexis, okay. go. Ooh. Eight seconds. What are you thankful oh, for? I'm going to go with our listeners. Not that that's just a cop out, but I really do. I am thankful for them. Okay. Does that count? Uh, you yeah. had more seconds. Yeah, you went short. Wow, that, that's that was. Oh, I bought Okay, no, time's up. Time's up. Too late, Jose. Okay. What about you? Eight seconds. I'm just grateful for this team that we have. Yes. The chemistry. When one of us is slacking, the other picks it up. The energy, same thing. One of us is low, the other one. We're very uh-huh. Okay, enough time. Enough gloating yeah. about ourselves. Yeah. Sound real. Keep them short, Brooke. Try and keep the tears to a minimum here. Eight <laughs> seconds, go. Honestly, the positivity that has come our way from people and the listening audience and mm-hmm. the kind messages and the moments where they're like, I finally connected with my teenage kid because we didn't have anything in common but your show. Like, it truly okay. moves us. Yes, we yeah, like to be with- moved. <laughs> <laughs> and only... Only 20 seconds left for me here. Oh, I'm going to say that I'm thankful for our listeners. And unlike Brooke and what? Alexis, uh, I actually mean it. They both oh, said hey. it, though. <laughs> but mine comes about? from the heart because <laughs> really? they fill up our text board. They're really uh-huh. funny. They keep us motivated with the positive comments at 78592. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. And some of <laughs> them even meet up with us at Highway Restaurant. Uh, oh, darn wait. it. No. Oh, Out of time. Oh, you anyway, I want to know more. I don't think you're... Not going to get to it, but thanks for listening to Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We love you. Happy holidays. We got laser stories coming up next. It's the radio segment that's come up with a brilliant idea that's going to make millions. Ooh. It's brand new, so maybe okay. you haven't heard of it, but it mixes dolphins with sports. It's called Blow Hole in One. Real golfers <laughs> oh. squeezing real dolphins so the ball shoots out and pops into the hole. Cool. He got a birdie. I, I see some protesters coming to these events for some no, reason. They're giving oh. Yeah. oh, okay. They're not welcome to the laser stories. The segment where we read weird news stories around the globe just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. And so the plop tops just don't. <laughs> this first laser story is out of Ireland. A 54-year-old man recently got called for jury duty and showed up to court just last week. Okay. He initially told the judge he couldn't be on the jury because he was going away for the weekend. Mm. And he wouldn't be back in time for the trial. Okay. And when the judge asked him why, the man revealed it was a romantic getaway and told the judge that at age 54, he was in love for the very first time. Oh, I'm in love and I don't care who knows 
chosen. That is Good so sweet. Someone else who was there wrote about it online, and they said the judge had a huge smile on his face after Aww. he heard the excuse, and Aww. crazy enough, it worked. Wow. They still believe in love in Ireland. That's weird. Judge excused him from the jury, and the guy left. That's such a cool story. Several people online have said it'd be a great scene in a movie, and one person specifically said it should be the ending of Love Actually 2. (laughs) But like with any great love story, Uh there are some detractors who do not believe this is true. Oh, you think he made it up to get out of jury duty? That sounds more realistic. Oh, dude, I have jury duty coming up in a few months, so I need an excuse. One one person said, I know that dude. He's not in love. He was at the bar the entire week. Wait a minute. Maybe his love likes to drink too, okay? <laughs> he loves alcohol. I mean, they're in there Ireland. Isn't everyone at the bar all the That's time? That's true. That's so, true. I don't know. If this guy was telling the truth, it's a really great story. I'm going to believe it. If he was I lying, I mean, it still is a great story because yeah. he came up with one of the best excuses of all time. Yeah. This next laser story is out of Las Vegas. Yeah, I love it here. A 33-year-old woman named Sarah Richards flirted with a guy at one of the bars on the strip and got invited back to his room. Oh, Okay, Sarah. They started making out, and she told him he should take his watch off or it might cut her. Oh, She then insisted that he keep drinking more wine. Yes. All right. (laughs) You better remove your wallet before it hurts me. Mm. (laughs) On the way out, shockingly, Sarah swiped the timepiece. Yeah. Uh But the guy noticed, and he followed her while calling the cops. Okay. When officers arrived, they could not find the $12,000 watch at first. Whoa! She later admitted it was hidden somewhere on her body. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Don't go looking for it. I will. No. <laughs> That's when <laughs> police later found out Sarah was in town to attend a court hearing related oh. to another similar crime. Because <laughs> she was in Vegas four months ago for wooing a guy, then drugging him and stealing a $100,000 oh, wristwatch. Nice. Oh, Oh, my God. That is so much money. That's awful. That is terrible. It's unclear if that one was also hidden on her or if that's a new tactic uh. that she's working on. Either way, for this new crime, she was arrested and charged with grand larceny. My I want to know how she's wow. getting these men's attention with those watches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Alexis' new side hustle. <laughs> Alexis, you'd fall for a fake Rolex. You know it. Yeah. Don't even try. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Gen Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. A bunch of people have been posting on social media after realizing nutcrackers can actually crack nuts? Duh. Shut up. It seems like most of these people are young people who've only experienced pre-shelled nuts that come in bags. (laughs) I can't even afford nuts, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) They've never had to remove the shelves themselves, or maybe they didn't realize nuts even have shelves. Yeah, Ah, a lot of confusion. Meanwhile, older people, though, are amazed anyone did not know that nutcrackers can crack (laughs) nuts. It's literally the entire name of what it is. Yeah. It's a great name, too. I mean, I was even putting peanuts in that thing, and those don't even need a nutcracker. Yeah, exactly. I want to try it now. It's fun. Some people who didn't know said they just think of the play The Nutcracker. Yeah, so totally. maybe they assume the doll versions just came from that and never really thought about it. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, if you didn't know and you want to try, just be careful. A lot of nutcrackers today are just decorative. They're not really meant to crack oh, nuts yeah. anymore. So they don't do it. So well, they do, they but do. they're just not built strong enough. you got to yeah. get a strong cracker. I yeah. had a wood <laughs> one, and I broke the nutcracker's jaw. And yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So you want to get, like, the right ones. Let's, next laser story is out of career life. Could be fun. <laughs> yeah. Or not. Have you, <laughs> or not. Have you seen the report on the most stressful jobs? 
because the Department of Labor ranked them according to how common high-stress situations and high-stakes decisions are. Ooh, okay. Oh. So who, who's stressed out right now? Urologist is number one. What? Oh. Whoa, I didn't see that coming. No, I did not expect that either. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable job, an uncomfortable yeah, position to be I in. I would think it'd be cush, though, you know? Like, you're doing doctor stuff, right? But you're a specialist, so yeah. it's not like you're in an emergency situation. You just, like, dip your finger in and take a little taste and go, oh. yeah. Yeah. you're good, you're, you're healthy. Typical doctor stuff. Yeah. Drink some cranberry juice. That'll clear up. Then it's film and video editors, judges, and oh, telephone yeah. operators followed that. Yeah. Or if you're looking for the least stressful job in the world, okay. that would be a messenger or courier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just go A to B and they drop they it off. They don't get road rage? Like, yeah, stressful driving. A lot of they them are on bikes, so people uh, are mad at them, but they're not mad at other people. Uh, the so fun get- part of the list is seeing where your own job ranks. Okay, where are we at? According to the results, we have a pretty stressful job, actually. Out of the 873 careers listed, Radio Disc Jockey is 145th. (laughs) (laughs) Probably because there's no job security. I'm going to use that as a brag. Tight deadlines. I'm using this as a brag. Right. the 145th most stressful job in the world, (laughs) so back off me, sister. Our job is more stressful than 83% of jobs out there. Wow. Here's a few that are less stressful than radio host. Store security guard. What? Embalming what? dead bodies. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Airline pilot. A pilot? The, the planes know. basically fly themselves now. I, I guess I mean, just landing and takeoff's the hardest part. Border patrol agent, oh, captain of a <laughs> boat, hard. and drive through worker. A drive-through worker too, and I'm gonna tell you this job way more stressful. Yeah, well, like stress- right now we're cool because we're all cool. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I have had times in my career that were just. If you get along with oof. your people and your ratings are good, it's different. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you don't, then they fire you immediately. It goes yeah. down here real fast. Someone who operates a nuclear power plant and detonates explosives, oh. also slightly less stressful than what we're doing right now. <laughs> I dropped the plutonium, yeah. but at least I'm not a radio jock. Uh, I wish I could go detonate some bombs right now. That would be easy. Good stress relief. Yeah. Guess it doesn't matter what the job is, as long as you can burn off the stress somewhere, sometime. I don't know about the, the stress here, but something is definitely burning with this guy. He got his heart rate up. <laughs> I mean, laser stories has come to an end for the day. Let's do it again, same time, on Monday. Over the years, we've heard stories of some pretty crazy things happening at weddings. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, brides getting stood up at the altar, marriage proposals during the best man's speech. (laughs) And, of course, that one time when the officiant said, speak now or forever hold your peace, and the groom got struck by a rogue bolt of lightning. Oh, I don't don't think that was a sign. (laughs) Awkward. Yeah. No matter what. But still, none of those compare to the story that's making news today. Hmm. It's hands down the single most dramatic wedding you have ever heard. What? Why am I not seeing this? I promise you, and I can't imagine what the groom must have been thinking. We'll tell you what happened coming up at 710. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Maybe it's just me. But why does it feel like the drama always comes out during a wedding? Ooh, oh, I love right. it, though. I mean, there's a lot at stake, you know? Yeah. A lot of emotions running around, a lot of alcohol also. It's Brooke yeah, and Jeffrey the in the morning. Yeah. It could be the booze. <laughs> it could be all the emotions of the day. Mm-hmm. It could be the choreographed groomsman dance mm-hmm. that just brings out the hysterics. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did they just do the funky chicken in perfect sync? Uh, oh my God, I must tell the bride her marriage is based on a lie. What? <laughs> That's not a positive? That is a natural progression of emotions. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh, okay. Whatever, whatever it is, there's just something about weddings that naturally stirs things up. But I promise you, out of all the horror stories you've heard, no wedding has ever been more dramatic and more shocking than the one that's making news today. It all started when a 51-year-old woman in eastern China attended her son's wedding. Okay. Prior to that, she'd never actually met the bride in person. I feel like that's getting more and more common, too. I mean, everywhere, just because of of internet dating and people dating long distance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, like, that's what my parents tell me. I've dated so many girls. They're like, dude, just when you're getting married, we'll meet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't believe you anymore. Well, the two of them had only had correspondence over text and phone calls, but the day of the wedding, this woman finally saw her son's bride. Aww. And instantly, she noticed something odd. There was a very unique birthmark on the bride's hand. And that birthmark looked strikingly similar to the one of her long-lost daughter who what? went missing about 20 years ago when she was just a small child. Missing? Hold up. Whoa. And it's her son marrying the long... Oh. That's right. Oh, no. so, oh my God, I'm quickly doing the math here and it's bad. Determined yeah. to uncover the truth, <laughs> the woman mustered up the courage to ask the bride's parents whether the girl was adopted. Oh, no. And they confirmed... Oh, no. Yes, she was. No! Usually, like, like a specific birthmark is a good thing. Like, you're a royalty or something. Isn't that how it usually works yeah. in the movies? Not the opposite. Yeah, in fact, they said they found her on the side of a road 20 years ago. And at the time, she was too young to say where she lived or who her mom was, so the family adopted her. And after all those details came out, they realized that this girl was, in fact, the woman's long-lost biological daughter. Oh, wow. Now, remember, this information came out on the day of the oh wedding. Oh, my God. Yeah. So at That's this point, the marriage could have been called off because, as you could imagine, I doubt they'd be okay with this woman's son marrying her own daughter. Uh, yeah. But no. What do you oh mean? No. The wedding was not canceled. No. Please get out of here. Because there was another shocking twist to this story that was about to happen. What? It's at this oh point that the woman reveals for the very first time that her son was also adopted. What? Could you imagine oh, being the groom wow. on your wedding day and finding out not only is the oh. girl that you're marrying your mom's biological daughter, but on top of that, your mom's not your mom. You're yeah. adopted. And wow. also the mom's like, also, I'm your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, I mean, not to be judgy, all right, uh, here but we go. Uh, worst mother-in-law ever. Yeah. You know? You know like you're, you're, you're Talk about stealing the show on the day of this the wedding. This woman lost her daughter <laughs> years ago, and you're blaming her? Well, she didn't she tell her son his entire life that he was adopted. Yeah. I mean, those are kind of, that's information she, that is well, that broke, important. Now she was knows. waiting for the right time. Okay. And yeah. Now. Right as time. we, as the story proves, there's never a right time. So, I mean, I don't know how you even process that if you're the that's bride or the groom, but somehow they did. They still got married? They digested that information wow. and the marriage proceeded as planned. Wow, brother and sister forever With to the, the end. I mean, oh, that was, had to be an emotional roller coaster. Oh, I mean, yeah. at first you think you're biological yeah. siblings yep. and yep. then you're really grossed out about all the things that have happened the last course <laughs> over the course of the last couple months. 
Then you're brought to new highs mm-hmm. when you find out, oh, not biologically related. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention that the guests are coming to the wedding like, uh-oh, which side of the aisle do I sit on now? <laughs> Afterwards, the wedding photos from that day instantly went viral on Chinese social media. And in them, the bride can be seen breaking down and hugging her long-lost biological mother. Oh, that's a happy thing. Probably while the groom looks on in the background with a bunch of confusing emotions going on. Yeah. (laughs) It's unknown how exactly the daughter went missing in the first place. I was going to ask. Because it's like, this lady's like losing kids. I'll just adopt another one. (laughs) You know, I'll never see that one. And then side of the road was like a rest stop. Hey, don't be judgy. Jeff said I couldn't be judgy. Well, sorry. Some are raising the possibility of possibly human traffickers being responsible for the separation. Well, yeah, so the mom, maybe. Yeah. So there's a little uncertainty there. It's also unclear whether the woman's adopted son, who's also now technically her Uh son-in-law, if he'll be searching for his true biological parents. Do you think when they get in a fight later in their marriage about their mother-in-law, he'll be like, well, it's your mom, actually, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be very complicated. One thing's for sure is the groom will definitely be searching for a therapist. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, highly that recommended. Yeah. That's totally... I think all of them involved. Yeah, actually, I think <laughs> yeah. we could use some therapy uh-huh. after just listening yeah, to that story. Always. I'm still trying to figure out their family tree. Yeah. Like one yeah. real twisted vine. But no doubt, if you were a guest at that wedding, you will never forget that day, and you have a story that's going to wow everybody that you talk to. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But text in to 78592. <laughs> Tell us the craziest thing that's ever happened at a wedding you attended. Any chance you could beat that? Probably not. One time Price. the cake, I think, got one of the tears fell over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't want to hear it. it. Sounds pretty dramatic to me. Your phone tap's coming up right after this. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We made it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's wow. finally here. The countdown for the top ten phone taps of Christmas has reached number one. Yay! Wait, am I the, am I the only one clapping? No, I clapped for you. Okay, thanks. That's quieter. I'm excited. <laughs> one person likes it, but yeah. it is the best phone tap that we've done this year and maybe top five most awkward calls we've ever had on the show. Okay, oh. if someone doesn't like it, don't text us, okay? This is our best work. <laughs> but it all starts at a sandwich shop where an unsuspecting guy's taking orders and he's about to find himself in a very bizarre situation. Oh, it's no. your number one mm. phone tap of the year right mm. now. It's another phone tap. Mornings on the 20s. and salads. How may I help you? I'd like to order a big meatball sub. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, is this, is this a person? Yes, I'm driving right now. I'm using text to speech. <laughs> okay, uh, what would you like? I would like one big, juicy meatball sub. Yum. Okay, one uh, juicy meatball sub. I... And the balls have to be big. Like super huge. I'm sorry. It, you, you want... And the balls have to be big. Like super huge. I mean, they're all the same size. There's not some that are bigger than the others. And juicy. Yeah, I mean, they're all juicy, I guess. I mean, God what do you... damn it. Why did you cut me off? I, I mean, I didn't... I'm sorry, sir. I'm just trying to clarify for no, you. No, I... not you. I'm driving. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to me. What the hell is with this guy? He is driving like Vin Diesel on crack. 
I, is this a bad time? Do you want to call me I'm back? just going to bump him a bit to let him know I'm here. Sir, I'm, I'm not sure what to do here. You think you are such a bad ass. Uh, Eat sir? my bumper. Uh, it sounds like you're involved with something. I, I'm, I'm... Oh, He's getting out of his car. Oh. Quick. Lock the doors. Oh, God. Lock the freaking doors. Is everything okay? Honey, tell the kids to close their eyes. Uh, do you need me to call the police? Sorry, sir. I did not see you there. That is a very fine mustache you have. What? Is everything okay? I am impressed with all your tattoos. Is that an eagle with a knife? Uh, what, uh, oh, my God. Please, spare me and my family. Oh, Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. I will be on my way now. Is everything okay? Sorry, text-to-speech was still on. You probably think I'm a big fat wimp. I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I think that, you know, it, it, these things happen, uh, you know, it, it, every day. People have meetings with people. I, I, I'm sorry, Are you I, trying to tell me how to live my life? No, 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 sir. I, I think that, you know, whatever you have to do, are life. you saying you're tougher than me in front of my own kids? I I wouldn't say that at all, sir. I think that you are probably a very tough man and that you you probably handle the situation as best that you could. When I get there, we're throwing hands. I'm gonna make you cry. No, no, I'm just saying be careful. That's all I'm trying to say. Barbara, did you hear that? The sandwich guy is too scared to scrap with me. And sir, I, I, I don't want any trouble. Can you just give me your name? Your stuff is going to be ready in 20 minutes. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I'm sorry, is that two people? I just need one name here, sir. It's four people. Wait. Brooke, Jeffrey, Jose, and Alexis. Sir, just give me one name. I, I only need one name. Hey, I'm sorry. I just took you off text-to-speech. I'm Jeff from Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Oh, Okay. What's yeah. going on? Uh, truth is, I don't actually need a sandwich. I'm only calling because your girlfriend Savannah wanted us to do a prank on you. Oh, <laughs> this is a phone tap. You're on the radio right now, man. I'm sorry. Dude. Oh, <laughs> God's sakes, man. Dude. That was... Oh, my God. Oh, God. You sounded so freaked out. What am I supposed to feel like, dude? You sounded like you were getting your kicked. You really... You really Back thought there was some, like, road rage thing going on over there? Absolutely, dude. I was about to call the cops. <laughs> you insane? <laughs> I can't believe you backed down from that fight with that customer, man. What you, what, hey, dude, the customer's always right here in my substance salads, okay? That's because you have a pair of little sissy meatballs. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will kick that robot down. I swear to God. <laughs> Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Most of the time, if you go to a business for some help and they mm -hmm. provide horrible service, mm -hmm. completely let you down Ooh. and leave you off worse than when you came in, oh, wow. that would be the end of it. 
you yeah. would never go back again. Yeah. Totally. You go places for help. Right. Not the other way. That's yeah. why we were so surprised after we totally botched a second date for a guy a few months ago. <laughs> oh. And he's asking us for another one today. Oh, no. I take back my statement. Yeah, yeah. But we're free. He's not oh, paying for it. True. So maybe that's why he's still here. I mean, at this point, I'm not sure if he's just trolling us or if he really, really enjoys the punishment. <laughs> but his Could name's Brian, and we're going to hear about his holiday. That he had at a Christmas tree farm the other day. And we promised to give at least 30% effort. Well, Brooke, 22%. Okay, all right. We don't want to stretch ourselves too too far for this. I'm pretty tired right now during the holidays. Okay. Can I just 17? Okay, (laughs) yeah. We're going to muster whatever little strength that we have left. Okay, let's do this. In your second date update that's coming up next. Second date update. Today, we actually have a repeat customer for a second date update. Oh, what? No way! Okay. Is that allowed? I just don't think things are going very well for them then. <laughs> well, he called in about five months ago. Okay. When he got side-eyed during sushi by another woman that he ghosted. Oh, remember I that? remember that. I don't remember. We do so many of Well, these. I guess we couldn't get him another date there, but mm-hmm. apparently there's a new lady who's caught his attention. Uh-oh. And he wants our help again, so we're welcoming back Brian. Brian... Welcome back, man. You must really have faith in us for some yeah. reason. I know. We couldn't even help yes. you last time. I believe in you guys. I believe in you. Okay. You're giving us a second chance. I feel like we cursed your love life and you're just stuck with us now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm trying other morning shows, but you're the only ones that like me. Actually, I emailed all of them, but you're the only ones that responded. So. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. They're, they're that checks out. Us. Yeah. Well, we have very low standards here. So welcome back. and uh, to get emails. <laughs> tell us about the girl that you met this time. What's her name? All right, so her name is Aubrey. Okay. I, I saw a, a picture on my coworker's Instagram. She was tagged in it. Oh, oh nice. You know, I, I got into detective mode and clicked the tag and went on her page. And I love it when girls tag their friends because some girls will have a really hot friend, but they won't tag them. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I supposed to creep on your friend if you don't tag her? Okay, so remind me not to tag my friend. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Any so that, that's not okay from a woman's perspective? Is it cool if a guy reaches out to you? I mean, it depends on how hot he is, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's always the answer. Brian, I know you're super handsome, so you're safe. What did Aubrey say when you reached out? Well, I slid in a DM. She didn't seem to be attached to anyone. And uh, Mm -hmm. I found out this is going to be her first Christmas alone because she's actually moved and she's going to be away from her family. Oh, that's too bad. She should get used to being alone like me. (laughs) Was she sad about that or was she happy about it? She was a little distraught. Okay. Yeah, I can see yeah, okay. why. Okay. So you, you're like, this is my moment. I'm going to do something holiday for her. Is that what you're thinking? Of course. I offered to take it to a Christmas tree farm to get her a tree. Aww. So at That's least cute. she had the season to be jolly filled with a tree in the house. Mm-hmm. That's All cute, right. too. And I feel like like you can be vouched for, right? Like it's not just some rando coming into her DMs. Like it's her coworker's friend. Yeah. So how did the Christmas tree farm go? It was great. It was great. So what we did, we uh, wore our silly Christmas sweater. Oh, nice. And I wore my sweater. said uh, jingle and single. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Okay. I want to do this now. Her said Santa's favorite ho, ho, ho. Nice. I knew it was going to be an awesome time, so I bought a little bit of those uh, 
You know those small bottles they have on the airplane of uh, alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bought a couple of those. I bought uh, like four or five whiskey bottles and uh, it uh, loosened <laughs> both of us up. We had such a great time. Okay. okay. Good. I mean, that's a really cute date. I mean, yeah. what was the highlight of it all for you? Well, she found a tree that she loved, loved, loved. So I offered to buy it for her. Dang. And then I saw the price tag and was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> How much do trees cost? Oh, my God. It we just got one this weekend. It was 85 bucks. Whoa. It was like in three figures. It was pretty high. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ours was only like hundred? five foot tall. Like, if you're thinking eight feet or something. That's expensive. Oh, that's not a good look when you offer to pay for something. You're like going back on it afterwards. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no. actually. That's like being like all day for dinner, seeing the bill. Actually, you want to just He just abs? signed a, a foot off the top. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, this one's actually a three-footer now. Yeah. Well, it's funny because she saw the look on my face when I saw that price tag. And she was like, all right, we're definitely splitting this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> all right. But still, you okay. paid for half of her tree, bro. That's actually really nice. Okay, but was that the end of the date? You bought her the Christmas tree and that was it? No, no. We tied that bad fella to the top of the car. Mm. Drove it to her place and set it up. Oh, cute. Wow, wow. you really went all out, bro. I mean, now I don't know how to do that. I would have been like, okay, good luck. You can't just ditch her with the tree. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you're like fully invested. This is hours of a date. And and I also feel like it's like a personal thing to like set up a Christmas tree with somebody. It is. Like, it's your tree. You guys put it up together. Well, we put it up together, but I wanted to stay and decorate it, but she said she had dinner plans and she ended the date like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. She may have had pre-existing plans, but I've been texting and calling and, and nothing. Oh, really? so you didn't decorate the tree. Oh. Yeah, maybe she didn't want that commitment with you. <laughs> do, do you think that she was telling the truth? Do you think that she really had plans or you think that was a lie to get out of it? I, I don't know. I felt like the girl at the sushi restaurant, and I was hoping you guys could help me. All right. <laughs> and there was no women, like, side-eyeing you at the Christmas tree farm from, like, behind another tree. We're not going to do the same call again, are we? No, no side-eyes, no. Okay. okay. Well, thank God. Well, let's play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Aubrey for you. We'll try to get your second date update, okay? Hey, can you play All I Want for Christmas? No, no we no. don't take requests. No, we, are, we deleted that out of our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear what you hear, and you're going to like it. Santa Claus, come to the ghetto, Snoop Dogg. I mean, I like it, but no. You can wrap that to yourself while you're on hold, and then we'll come back with your second date update, all right? Santa Claus, come to the ghetto. Let's do it next. Second date update. Has the Hallmark Channel already done the 12 DMs of Christmas? <laughs> no, but I like it. I mean, Me they too. should. Yeah, they should. Because one of our listeners, Brian, met a woman on Instagram recently, took her to a Christmas tree farm because this is going to be her first holiday spent away from her family. Oh, it's so sweet. It's like thoughtful. It's fun. Absolutely. But there was an embarrassing moment where he offered to pay for the tree for her (laughs) and then saw the price tag. Mm -hmm. So I had to dial it back and instead just went Dutch. Anyway, (laughs) ever since that happened, he's had a hard time getting a hold of her. Now he's asking us for a little bit of help. Yes. Do you think it's that? Do you think it's the you didn't pay for the full tree? Yeah, I hope I didn't come off looking like a cheapskate, but yeah. I don't think so. Bought that, a fake tree off Amazon and yeah. solved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. cheapskate is something we can fix, though. Yeah, Definitely. that's yeah. true. You know? Well, we're paying for the meal yeah. at right. the end of this, so I think Maybe it'll not be fine. Alexis yeah. Oh, well, yeah, if you're paying, we're going to go to a nice spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> we got you covered, Brian, but let's see what Aubrey has to say. We're going to dial her number right now. Yeah, let's do it. All right, man, here we go. 
Hello. Hello, is this Aubrey? Yes, it is. Aubrey, did you buy a Christmas tree recently? Uh, I'm calling from the yeah. tree farm. We found out that there's a problem with your tree. We need it back, please. <laughs> we need it back. Um, what? It's like a family of woodpeckers living in. <laughs> <laughs> Endangered woodpeckers. Endangered. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Right away. No, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding, Aubrey. My name's Jeff from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Was more yeah. believable. Thanks. I Somehow I just made it worse. Uh, <laughs> no, we're doing something on our show called a second date. Have you ever heard of that before? No, I have not. Okay. okay. Well, recently you went out with one of our listeners, and he's been trying to get a hold of you. Just have a little bit of trouble doing it. His name's Brian. Oh. Does that whole Christmas tree thing at the beginning make sense now? Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> well, what we're doing here is we're trying to help Brian figure out why you're kind of ghosting him after your date. Well, yeah, that would be because I'm not interested in talking to him again. Oh, wow. Oh, it's that strong? Really? Because, like, sure? he sounded so thoughtful. I mean, he said that he took you to the tree farm because you were kind of sad about not having the, you know, family, family for the holidays mm-hmm. and stuff. Is it because he's poor? <laughs> I'm not really sure what all he told you about the date. Okay. okay. Well, he told us that you went to a Christmas tree farm together. He got you a tree, offered to buy it in full, but then saw the price tag, and you ended up having to go Dutch instead. Well, and- she offered. You offered to go Dutch, he said. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you did do that. And then afterwards, he drove the tree back to your place and put it up for you, but you had to go to dinner and couldn't stay longer and decorate it with him. Um, Is all that right? Uh, well, technically, yeah, but I think he left something out of the story. Oh no! Oh, no. What did he do? What did he leave out? <laughs> so, after we loaded the tree onto the car, we were getting ready to go, and I put my hands in my pockets to make sure I had my gloves, and yeah. I only had one. So I just said, I'm going to go back and look for my gloves. You know where we were. So right. he okay. stayed at the car. I walked back over to where we were looking at trees, and I see this little boy standing there, maybe six years old, crying, and he has my glove in his hand, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is wrong? Like, are you okay? What happened? And so he looks at me and points at me, and he says, that lady and her boyfriend took my tree, and I was like, oh no. What? What, uh, yeah, like, well, like he just liked that one out in the lot and then he saw you guys cutting it down instead of him or something? Well, so his dad said, well, my son told me that he was standing by a Christmas tree. It was the one that we had picked out and I was going to get this people to get the tree. And you guys came and took it, even though he was standing there. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, Did you not notice a little boy crying next to the tree <laughs> as you're chopping no! it down? I think mean, it was your day crying? I didn't see any little boy. Oh, so you're calling the little boy a liar. <laughs> no, no, but I wasn't the one cutting the tree down. Like, once we decided on it, I left and went to look at, like, wreaths and stuff that were for sale, and he was the one sawing the tree down. Oh, oh no. no. So you're saying you think that this little boy isn't mistaken. You're believing the six-year-old that your date went and cut down the little oh. boy's tree after you left. I'm not saying that he did it on purpose, 
But I am telling Brian this and I'm like, there's this little boy and he's crying. And he says, this was his Christmas tree. And Brian was like, I didn't see any little boy. Like, too bad. News you lose. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just a freaking tree. I didn't care if it was that was the one we got or not. And he was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking this thing off the car. We spent 20 minutes getting this thing. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's oh, like you guys no. are in a real relationship. Yeah. Don't yeah. You? Oh like, they're gosh. fighting at the end uh-huh. of the Christmas tree. He's like, are you dating a six-year-old or are you dating me? Okay. <laughs> and so the fact that he wouldn't give the tree back to the little boy and his family, that's why you're turned off by Brian? Yes. I could see I that. Like, how heartless can you be? I mean, a six-year-old is crying in the middle of a Christmas tree lot. I can imagine. He's like, shut up. I'm trying to cut this tree down. (laughs) Well, maybe it's just a misunderstanding and there's some miscommunication here. And the perfect way to sort this out is just by putting you on the phone with Brian, who is actually already on the phone. I've been listening the entire time. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my gosh. What a huge miscommunication. Oh, really? Oh, Okay. Do you hear that? Uh, I, well, how did I cut? I, one, I didn't cut down the little boy's tree because he didn't pay for it. Oh, oh whoa. <laughs> okay, Wait a minute. That's not that's how little, I thought little, you were going to come into that. Cold. Wait, so you didn't own it? It's not theirs? <laughs> I well, well, hold on. Te- technically, you cannot cut down the tree until you purchase it. I had the receipt in hand okay. when I cut down the tree. The, the boy was looking at the tree, but it was not his tree. Okay, so you oh. did see the little boy, <laughs> no. though, crying next to it while you were sawing it down. There were kids standing next to every tree. So Does that mean that's their tree, too? There's crying oh. kids all over this yeah. tree <laughs> farm. How am I supposed to know? I mean, this that kind of checks out. Farm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can see where she's coming from, right? Like, she just was confronted by a crying little boy and the father, and then... Well, hold on. The father father wasn't all that confrontational. The father looked kind of relieved that I saved him from buying such an expensive tree. Uh, Aubrey, is that that the read that you're getting, Aubrey? I think we're missing the point here. There is a six-year-old little boy crying at Christmas time. Like, I don't freaking care if you didn't see him or, like, no, I, I was more concerned his father can do something to stop him from crying. Oh. <laughs> oh. So wait, now you're saying he's a bad parent. Nice. He's raised an entitled child who believes that he deserves the tree. I mean, I'm kind of with him on that point. Like, my kids wanted a bigger, more expensive tree at the tree lot, and we're like, no, that's not happening. Oh, but your kids are used to one. crying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't cry about it. I think that's what happened. I think his father probably told him no to that tree because of the price tag oh, on it. And he just, he was playing, he was playing that kid, making us look like the bad guy. So he didn't look like the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> the point here is that we had an opportunity to do something really kind for a child at Christmas time. You chose not to do it. Hold on, wait, hold on. We were were on a date. This is not make a wish. Oh, oh. Right. Okay. Well, you're not making it. You're not making it any better, bud. Oh. Actually, and now every time Aubrey goes into her house, she nice. looks at her tainted Christmas oh, tree. No. You know what, Aubrey? Aubrey, here's a chance for you to take oh, your own advice. No. Here, there is a sad boy on the other <laughs> line who cannot get another date with a woman that he really likes, yeah, and all Christmas. he wants for Christmas is one more date, uh. and we will pay for it. Oh. Are you going to be a good person here, Aubrey, or are you going to be a Grinch? He may cry. 
Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I know. When you frame it like that, it's hard to say no. I mean, I will say Brian really does like you. He was trying to do something kind. Maybe he's got a little more sterner approach to children than you do. Yeah. Yeah. He was more um, focused on you yeah. than his environment. Yeah. And that boy probably isn't a very good kid anyway. Yeah. He's probably yeah. a little spoiled brat. No. Well, he, he could have stolen your glove for all we know. Uh, yeah, oh, see, no. yeah, he was holding on to your Wait, glove, you Aubrey. You guys, you screw that kid. <laughs> yeah. We should really rub it in that kid's face by going out with Brian again yeah, one more time on him. our bill. It's going to be a hard pass. Oh. oh really? No Christmas miracle. How does she look like the Grinch now? Now yeah. there's a whole studio full of sad radio oh. hosts who are just upset because we couldn't get our listener another date. Again. Good job, Aubrey. I think there's a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. It's Brian. Oh, oh. come on, Brian. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> but the very next day... You gave it away. Yeah, Bri- oh, okay, bro. Brian's been drinking all morning. So. <laughs> oh my God. I need a drink now. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I was driving home from work yesterday, and I started wondering, where do I rank on the scale of famous Jeffs? <laughs> uh, I mean, I have to be kind of near the okay. top, because there, there couldn't be that many, right? Okay, who do we got? Pretty what other Jeffs name. do we know? Well... At least I thought I'd be near the top until oh, yeah. I actually looked it up and oh my god. What? Wait, there's a lot? I actually do have some competition here. I mean, really? There's, yeah. there's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, very oh, famous. He's huge. Jeff yeah. Foxworthy. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Jeff Bridges, Jeff Daniels. Oh, I, I love know. his, but they wow. sound important. Jeff Bezos. Oh. Yeah. And then like a, like a million more oh. that are oh, all like gosh. billionaires and uh-huh. I just realized you know what? I'm probably never going to be one of the most famous or successful Jeffs in the world. No, so I mean, the richest man in the world is named Jeff. You can't beat him. What are you going to yeah, do then? Well, I figured, you know what? Maybe it would be easier if I just changed my name. Ah. That could oh. work. To something that almost nobody has. Then I'd easily <laughs> shoot to the top of the All fame right. scale. Okay. Kind of smart. Where like, are you at? Like where, where OJ. Oh, that's oh, not, um, you know, at least I'd be in the top three. Yeah. <laughs> and I could, like, keep Jeff in there, like, um, Orenthal Jeff. I would go with no on or that one. I mean, there's no. famous and there's infamous. Like, yeah. infamous, not Original good. Jeff. Bad reasons I'm to be famous. I'm sensing some jealousy from oh. Brooke because I'm going to be the most famous. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? OJ's think Song of the Week. Oh, okay. Coming up <laughs> that, at 810. Oh, my God. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. Oh. The littlest angel gets his wings. Aww, I love I'll watch it. Then accidentally flies into the engine of a 747. Ah! Only oh, on the Hallmark Channel. Oh my gosh, it was by the runway? <laughs> Did you guys know there's 40 new Hallmark Christmas movies that came oh out this God. year? Wow. 40. You just made me picture an angel like landing flat on the windshield of a huge 747. <laughs> yeah, well, Sorry. I'm sure that's oh in one God. of these movies. <laughs> that is so many. How many holiday films can Candace Cameron Burr uh, be in? Oh my God, she's in all of them. Yeah. She invented much. them, I think. And every single one has the exact same storylines. 
where it's like, oh, right. yeah. let me guess. She ends up with the really cute single teacher who she had a brief fling with back yeah. in the day when he was the back end of the holiday goat at the annual yeah. Christmas play. Oh, that's right. And don't forget when they met up, somebody spilled coffee on the other person. Oh, yeah. right. You know, when they first that first meeting never goes perfectly. Yeah, uh-huh. But no matter how you feel about them, if you think they're too cheesy or if you need them in order to get into the spirit, these holiday Hallmark films they're here to stay. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's I mean, for sure. And everybody's on the bandwagon now. Netflix is doing them. Yeah, you know. yeah. They've become an undeniable staple of our entire culture now. And I mentioned it earlier. They've done every plot line imaginable. Mm-hmm. Is there anything left for them to do? Mm-hmm. Well, today, I'm going to try and see if there's one holiday storyline they haven't explored yet. What's that? Okay. That's why, like a musical? instead of singing <laughs> the big hit by Elton John and Dua Lipa, Cold, cold heart. Okay. It's young Jeffrey's Christmas tart. Oh. Because mo- don't most of these people fall in love at like a bakery or oh, either good. she's a baker or yeah. he's from a long oh, line true. of historic bakers okay. and the big corporation yeah, wants to come in and shut down the local bakery yeah. unless they make the oh, perfect yep, Christmas yep. tart. And then they oh, teach and the then, big corporate guy a lesson. Wait, is that frosting <laughs> on your nose? Let me give you a kiss. Oh, cute. <laughs> So, yeah, the new Hallmark movie Okay. that's probably going to come out. Let's okay. face it. I'm watching yes. it. Here we go. I'm going to point when I'm ready. <laughs> Points. Twas the Christmas time <laughs> in a small town. City girl has been single. Fixes her cabaret up, baby. Made her heart go through. Cause she bumped into her ex at the stop sign. Who looks like he could model Calvin Klein. His former wife, she passed a while ago. shirt off daily and helping orphans too but his family farm is falling on hard times gonna need a miracle to pay their fines she's got a plan that almost never fails christmas bake sale Christmas tart helps set the mood. <laughs> Lady and the tramp that pastry, two tongues, one spoon. As she's driving to the airport to catch her flight, she tells the driver, No, she's 
Yeah. Yeah, Isn't that too. the one with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Name one, it's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we just need something new, and we still have a few more days left, so I'm holding out hope for the slug that slimed Santa. And why does the hot guy always have to have a dead wife? Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, can't they just be separated? Like, how'd she die? He's like, I loved her too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, that is absolutely right. I'm looking like forward to that or the, the slug one or the Christmas kennel, whatever yeah, new Hallmark Christmas movie kennel. they can come out with. Let's Dude. watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, yes. you need to do a soundtrack for them. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll yeah. see about that. But Maybe. the song is going to be up on our socials at Brooke and Jeffrey. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Got a text into 78592 that says, wait a second. Are you making fun of the best holiday films ever created? Oh. I hope someone slaps you under the mistletoe. Oh. By the way, have you seen the mistletoe maestro? Oh. A symphony conductor falls in love with cellist number two during the holidays. Oh. Great flick. Tell me where the bakery comes in. <laughs> you know it's in there. Yeah. If you missed it, though, instead of singing the Elton John and Dua Lipa song, Cold's Cold Heart, I sang my own version called The Perfect Christmas Tart. Yeah. yeah. To thank Hallmark for their brave, brave choice to air the same exact cheesy holiday plot in every single film they make. 40 new ones this year alone. Oh my god, And we're wow. seeing a lot of comments coming in on the text board. Brooke, what are you seeing? I like this one. It says, Jeff, my husband and I will pay you $300 cash Whoa. to watch Operation Christmas Drop with us. Oh. <laughs> I think I've heard of that I one. know you're skeptical, but I promise there won't be a dry eye in the house. Oh. oh. And wow. not a dry pant either. Oh. Oh, <laughs> And if you like the sun, that's a Hallmark movie right there. Yeah. Uh, Happy wet pants for Christmas. I don't think that's Hallmark. If you like the song, though, if you missed it, or if you want to share it with someone who's a Hallmarkophile. Is that what it is? Oh, wow. How about Hallmarker? A Hallmarker. Hallmarkian. Hallmarkian. Go to Brooke and Jeffrey on TikTok, Facebook, Insta, or subscribe to our YouTube page. You can check out the song video there. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We've been talking about Christmas with all our challengers on Winbrook's Bucks lately. Their traditions, their vacation plans. Mm -hmm. But I can't believe I haven't asked yet about the hottest, wildest Christmas that they've ever had. Did those happen? I bet they do. Okay. And I bet it's happened for our challenger today, Eric from Everett. So let's ask you, Eric, before we get this game started, tell us about your sauciest naughtiest Christmas present that you've ever gotten. Oh. I don't know if I want to share that one on the radio. <laughs> oh, there's something that comes to mind. Uh, Interesting. Uh, yeah. 
Do you have kids, Eric? I've got three. Okay, oh. did, did this Christmas present lead to one of those children? <laughs> yeah. They always do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Eric knows how to celebrate Christmas the right way. We're going to send Brooke out of the studio while that happens. And Eric, you know how this game works. we got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when, you can say pass, but you have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, you naughty boy. Here we go. Time starts now. On this day in 1991, Major League Baseball expanded to include the Colorado Rockies and what team from Florida? Uh, Which cartoon character serves as the official mascot for Warner Brothers? Uh, What's the name of Seattle's tallest building? Uh, 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 Tower of Pass. What is the little piece of wood called at the mouth of a clarinet or a saxophone? Uh, Say that again. again. Uh, Read. Okay. okay. We're going to bring Brooke back into the studio. And I do see on my phone screener, Eric, that you do, I guess, have some holiday traditions that you do. And you're decorating your house with lots of lights and an inflatable eight-foot-tall Santa Claus? Whoa. Yes, sir. You're uh, the streets people want to drive by. Yeah, I have a neighbor that legitimately has, like, 30 of those inflatables in their yard, and Whoa. it looks amazing. That's oh. so fun. Like, huge ones. They make Love me want to, like, go sleep on them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. like an they, inflatable mattress. They have an outhouse one where Santa, like, pops the door open how and often, he's sitting on the toilet. How often do you use it, Brooke? Oh, only once. <laughs> <laughs> it was an emergency. <laughs> Brooke, it's your turn. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Your time starts now. On this day in 1991, Major League Baseball expanded to include the Colorado Rockies and what team from Florida? Uh, Marlins. Which cartoon character serves as the official mascot for Warner Brothers? Uh, Bugs Bunny. What's the name of Seattle's tallest building? Uh, the Space Needle. What is the little piece of wood called at the mouth of a clarinet or a saxophone? What's the top-selling wine variety in America, oh, Chardonnay boy. or Cab Sauvignon? Oh, Chardonnay. Let's go to the scoreboard <laughs> with Jose. It's like Christmas in my mouth. Oh, my God. Bolaños. That's a naughty Christmas. That's led to Eric's baby. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you got two correct, my guy. All right. That's not bad, Wasn't Eric. Okay. Bad. And Brooke. Uh, yeah. You broke out three. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Eric. Let's go over the answers here for everybody. On this day in 1991, Major League Baseball expanded to include the Colorado Rockies and the Florida Marlins. Good job, Brooke. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to get that one. The cartoon character that serves as the mascot for Warner Brothers is Bugs Bunny. Tallest building in Seattle is the Columbia Center. Does this Space Needle count? I mean, no. I always think it doesn't count as a building, it's, right? No, it's just 300 feet taller than the Space Needle. Oh, the Columbia it's Center is. It's actually taller, oh. yeah. Ouch. Huh. Brooke thinks the Space Needle isn't a building. <laughs> Well, I mean, Burn it's, on it's the space needle. Technically a needle, Jeff. Yeah, oh. it's not really building S. Let's keep okay. going. A little piece of, a piece of wood in the mouth of a clarinet or saxophone is called the reed. Top-selling wine variety in America is not Chardonnay. It's Cab? It's Cabernet Sauvignon. $2.5 billion in sales. Oh. Ooh, they're only off by like $100 million. I don't yeah. even like Chardonnay. I just thought that most people did. Yeah. 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 No, it's a good guess. Well, Eric, I'm sorry. We can't give you any money here. But what we can do, just for playing, is give you a four-pack of tickets to the Washington State Fair's Holiday Magic. You don't want to miss this magical holiday experience with breathtaking lights, interactive displays, festive food and drink, and fun for the whole family.
All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Happy holidays. Have a naughty, naughty Christmas, Eric. (laughs) Thanks for playing. We'll do it again same time on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.